Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Crunch time. Thanks to Azito. All day, every day. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome to Crunch Time. And we've been set up well by the boys here on the Mowers Club. Look at Magnuson out there. He knows he has a free Saturday afternoon. He's got the racing on today. He's pumped up, ready to go. But I'm pumped up, ready to go here because it's a rainy day in old Sydney town, ladies and gentlemen. And we are brought to you by Azito who are champion supporters of this great program. Crunch time will lead into Let It Ride very, very shortly. But uh, take your pick. Do I go south? Do I go north? Let's go south with Timmy Manor, who's on my right. G'day, Timmy. G'day, Shug. How are you? I'm pumped. I'm pumped. Uh, ready to rock and roll. We're on the headsets here uh, today as well. The great man over here, Adrian Prezenko. AP, how are you? Even better yeah. now that I'm on. Yeah, excited to be here. Excited to be here with Timmy as well. Yeah. I'm pretty sure, I'm right in saying this, that I wrote the first story on Timmy Manor even before he came into first grade. And I oh, don't really? know if he remembers this. He hadn't made his NRL debut, but, you know, you're looking for that next player who's coming up, yeah. the exciting star you haven't heard of. And Timmy was really good. He was telling me his life story. And I said, oh, you know, what do you do outside of footy? And he said, oh, one of the things that I've done in the past is like a, a milk run with my brother. Oh, oh. I do remember this article. Yes, yeah, yes, yeah, 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 yeah. And I said, you know what? You know what would be a really good picture? If we can, like, get a photo of you doing the milk run. And, oh. and he said, well, as a matter of fact, I, I don't do it anymore. We gave it up a couple of weeks ago, and I'm, I'm focusing on football. But being the great bloke that he is, he said, you know what? Why don't I ring the bloke I used to work for and we'll, we'll stage the photo. Oh. So he's on the back of the milk truck. Oh, hang on. So, terrific stuff. So hang on. Hang, whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> this is a revelation. <laughs> so I have been telling people oh. the only thing that would usurp that bombshell that's just been landed on this crunch time lap, <laughs> if somebody had the audacity to hide the gall, the temerity, to tell me anything <laughs> negative, I don't care if he cheated once in a game of uh, – Connect four. But if somebody tells me one minor thing about, oh. about Alan Tung, I'm out. The game's over. Yeah. I can't believe this. You're one of the rugby league's <laughs> nicest men, and you have started your career in a fraudulent manner. Uh, I, I, I'm being honest. I don't remember it, but it, don't, it wouldn't surprise me because I would have I would have wanted to make it work. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I, I'd, I'd actually remember doing a story about – I don't remember staging the photo, but that's interesting. That's um, yeah. too many hits of the head, mate. That's – that's the headline. Yeah. Fraudulent manner, spelled well, well, with uh, <laughs> M-A-N-N-A-H. Well, the, oh, the irony good. was that the, the initial headline for that story was manner from heaven, and I know yeah. it got used over and over ad nauseum throughout his career, but I thought that was a good start. And I reckon he just went back for a little bit of extra free oat milk or whatever else. I've had a fair few of those chocolate milks in the past. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've, AP was always good to me throughout my career, so it, was, yeah, it doesn't surprise me that we would... That's how it started. Let's stay on the milk. Let's stay right on the milk. Yep. And the milk of the Canberra variety. Yep. You called the game last night. Mm-hmm. Noddy Kamali, Jimmy mm-hmm. Smith. Great call too, by the way, boys. SEN have got the covered for Thursday nights and the first Friday night. So the first two games of the round, SEN, we've got you covered. So just know that. Could you believe that? Jack Whiten's out, yes. But he's not worth 50 points. Nah. They, 
there was there was two obviously two sides of that story. Yeah. Canberra were very poor, but uh, there was also the scary sign that Penrith have put out to the competition again to remind everyone how good they are. Yep. You know, I think the first month of footy they haven't found their straps yet, um, and then this game that they just kept building and building into it, and they do what they do best. They they suffocate a team, and then towards the back end of the game, the floodgates open. AP, your thoughts? And uh, clearly, it's blown up. Oh. It is absolutely blown up. The comments made by Jamin Salmon mm. um, when he scored the try, great emotion. And you know what? I'll, I'll say this, and and I don't think he scores that try regularly. Mm. I, I thought that, and you hear stories, and it's not any comparison, but you hear stories about, you know, a, a lady lifts a car to help a child out. Yeah, it's the there same was thing. there was extra energy for mm. Jamin Salmon to score that last try. Did you feel that way? Yeah, didn't he love it too? Yeah. Um, like I, I don't know. And Tim, Tim obviously covered the game, but in those early exchanges, you actually thought, you know, there could be an upset on the cards here. Like the, you know, Nathan Kerry click, uh, kick got charged down. James Fisher Harris made, made an uncharacteristic error. They sort of looked like they were in the arm wrestle for the first sort of five ten minutes, but as soon as the blow to- torch was applied, they just went to water, oh. and it was. Look, if that's an early indication of life without Jack Wyden, there's some drama there, isn't there? 100%. 100%. I, I, I said last week, and I, I don't love this market, the, the wooden spoon, but they came into round five with one win. You've got a staple player in Jack Wyden who the club has been loyal. And Ricky, in mm. the press conference, it felt as though... Yes, he was talking to the press. Yes, he was talking to the people behind the press, which is us, the readers. He was it felt to Jack like, as well. Did you feel I, not as well? I felt like it was almost directly almost to Jack, exclusively to him. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. you felt that. Yep, yep. And look, he's at a stage in his career now where, for fourteen years, he hasn't gone to market. And what Ricky said was true. Like they've done a lot for him. He's been in a few indiscretions, and they've always looked after him and his family. But. It's the last contract of his career, um, and you can't begrudge him the opportunity to see what he's worth. He, he hasn't gone anywhere. He hasn't yeah, signed and he hasn't anywhere leaving. else. Yeah, yeah. See, yeah, he hasn't said I'm leaving. He's just going to look at the, the market, which is fair What's enough. your best guess, Timmy? What, what do you think, I, Jack I, White, and where does he go? I don't think anyone can pay more than Canberra. I think you look at that Canberra side without being rude, that there's not as many marquees as other teams have. So you'd think they'd have plenty of salary cap space, but is it going to be about money? Is it going to be about him wanting to win a con? I, I don't know. It's going to come down to what he wants out of it, but you'd think Cam will be able to put together a sizable offer. What about Latrell Mitchell who said, yeah, I'd love to play with him, but we don't have a sombrero like some clubs. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Roosters actually could be an option, really. Like Joseph's going. So there's obviously cash set aside for Joseph. Yeah. Where would you play him? Well, it depends on what Kiri does, doesn't it? He's only a six. And now people are saying, oh, he could go there and play centre. Yeah, he could. But that's not going to justify your big price tag. Yep. He has nah. to play six. Yep. Days of fullback, I think, are gone. Speaking of fullback, how long can they persevere with this formation of Chris at fullback and Harley Smith Shields? So three weeks in a row, the back rowers and the centres have basically got to Harley Smith Shields. I think he's a winger. He's out of position. Three weeks ago, who'd they play? Canberra three weeks ago. Well, last week they played... The Knights, Tyson Frizzell scored a try. Last night, the Colt, the junior mule, he scores a try. Probably should have scored two. And the week before that, there was another back rower who crashed over there as well. So it's a major, major issue for Canberra on that left-hand side. And I can't believe... Well, Sebastian Chris doesn't look like a fullback. Yep. So Rapina has to go back there. And I was shocked last night we didn't see him playing fullback. 
That said, though, Rappen, I didn't have the best night with no, his hands either. No, of course. <laughs> yeah. Of course. Um, no, he didn't. But you're right. I don't, Seb Chris, I don't think he's a fullback. Um, there's got to be another solution there somewhere. Well, well they've all gone all in on Xavier Savage, who is yet to be proven. And this is the problem, boys, where West Tigers have started the season without a genuine halfback, a genuine first-grade top-shelf halfback. Canberra have started the year without a genuine top-flight fullback, and that's including Xavier Savage, who's yet to be proven. So they Spoon is not out of the calculation for I know they've got some big guns and I know they've got a big home ground advantage down there at GEO, but the spoon is not off the table. Let me tell you that right now. Sugar, I think one of the teams that you mentioned earlier in that discussion, uh, West Tigers, I think there are a couple of they'll finish they will not finish with a spoon. I'm, I think they they're potentially they're they're the team that slides out of the eight. Um, every year there's a team that, that sort of sneaks in one or two and, and a couple of drop down. They're that team, but I don't think they're a spoon team. They're not they're going in the eight, the Tigers. No, no, I'm, no, so, he, I'm, he's I'm saying Canberra's I'm, not a spoon team. I'm oh, saying, yeah, I'm, yeah, so, I'm, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm tipping Canberra to finish above the Tigers is what I'm oh, saying. Oh, I they're, agree. There are worse, there are worse teams in the comp than, oh, 100%. than the Canberra I think, I think there's Tigers, Dragons and Knights, and then there's daylight between them and Canberra, to be honest. Yeah. Yeah, you never know. You never know, boys. You never, never know. Oh, we haven't introduced the maestro. Hello, mate. Hey, Joel. How are we, boys? Good to have Timmy in, um, filling in for, for Sats today. And, you know, Adrian, as always, bring us all the big news. I think you've got a profile coming tomorrow. Is that right, AP? About I... a man who's been at the centre of a bit of talk this week. Yeah, I don't think there's been enough stories written about Joseph Swaley <laughs> oh, this yeah. week. So I'll, um, <laughs> it's it's interesting. Like I've I've looked at it sort of through the lens of, you know, the, the code war, which yeah, some would say perhaps started when Wendell Saylor, Lottie Takiri, Matt Rogers all defected, and we know that everyone basically has come back anyway. But one of the guys I was talking to for this piece was David Moffat, who was the CEO of the NRL at around the time that this happened. And he was also an administrator in rugby before and after. Um, and he said the the real code war for me started with the Super League war because all of a sudden we had all of these extra rugby league teams that all needed to be filled. And the big fear from rugby was that they would raid rugby in order to fill them. So that was around the time that rugby did its first proper broadcast deal, turned professional, and they're able to keep a lot of their their gun players. Um, but yeah, look, this is one of the few occasions where one of them goes the other way. Um, but I don't think it's any cause for alarm for for Peter Volandis or, or anyone else. We know that this is a guy they didn't want to lose. Like they changed the rules in order to keep him, um, you know, allowed him to play before he'd reached yep. his 18th birthday. But I'm sure Joseph will be back, and we still got like you know the best part of two good seasons with him as well. Boys, I left uh, a. The reason I was quite rushed to get here today was the uh, one of my daughters was playing. Um, it's not NRLW, but it's a few rungs below, so she's 16 playing. How'd they go? Uh, they got they got flogged actually. Yeah. <laughs> so she's not at home today. So, no, <laughs> she eats outside. She's at it. <laughs> she walked home in the <laughs> rain. <laughs> I, I, I tell you, I tell you what I saw. Um, Jack Bostock will make his debut mm. this week. His young sister. She had a blinder. She, she is on her way to the NRLW. There was a young fullback there for the Steelers who I have never in my life seen a young girl goal kick as well as this kid. She she was just – she'd beat all the boys. And I'm not saying that disrespectfully, but she would. But I have a concern. I left with a concern. The game was stopped a second before full time because a young girl copped a knock, got to her feet, got a bit wobbly, had to lie down, and I hope she's okay. Um but my concern is this. There's a real rush, and I've never felt like this, and I'm, 
I'm a massive ambassador behind the NRLW and the, the young girls playing, and there is a tsunami of girls wanting to play, which is fantastic. But with so many clubs already coming to the surface, there's a rush of girls who see this opportunity and they're all playing. Now, there's a number of girls who are playing representative football at the lower grades who have never played tackle before. Mm. You know, they've never played a game of tackle rugby league and they're now playing in this competition, which is fine. They're great athletes and all those sorts of things. But I remember going to a – I did a DEXA scan and, and that's all about body composition. Well, I'd love to know your results. Oh, they, they, they were big results. Was that, like? <laughs> was that right? like the Simpsons scene where it yeah. it goes, "Oh my god," you know? <laughs> yeah. And he goes, "Hang, we haven't we haven't injected the radioactive dye yet." <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, those results aside, yeah. One thing the the guy said to me, he said, "Mate, did you ever play like rugby league or rugby union?" And not knowing my background, I said, oh, "I've played, I've played a lot of rugby league." He said, "I knew that." I said, "How did you know that?" He goes. Because your bones are basically granite. And I said, like, very dense, the bones. Mm. I said, well, what? why do you see that? Like, why do you point to me having played a contact sport? He said, yep. because what happens is kids who grow up, it's not, it's not professional rugby league players, it's just people who have played a lot of contact sport. He said, when they grow up, every time your bone cops a knock, however minor it may be, it's asked to repair itself. So people, kids who have grown up playing contact sports have quite dense bones because there's been so much repair asked of these bones over the years. So that's how he ascertained that I had played some form of contact sport. Yep. So that brings me to the conclusion that, well, these young girls, or boys for that matter, who come to the sport late, they don't have the build-up of this yeah. dense bone. And, and that, to me, I think is a concern where... These young girls are rushing to play this sport with the opportunity to play in RLW. But we've got some kids out there who don't have the background of the contact sport, knowing how to fall, knowing how to... Yeah. So it, it, it's an honest concern for me. Yeah, and it's, it's a skill as well, like understanding where to get your head in the tackle yeah. and, and all the techniques up you get taught from a young age. I, everyone asked this, asked me, who do you hate running at? It was never the big front rowers because the big front rowers have always been the bigger players in a the team. They've always yeah. relied on their size. And they don't have to be good tacklers. They just get their body in front and hit you. It's always the number nines I used to always dread running out because you knew that they just they had to be good tacklers. They had yeah. to know how to get under you, find that sweet spot. Yeah, right. And their whole life they've had a good technique because if they didn't, they wouldn't survive. Um, so that technique that comes is is important. It's a skill that you get you learn to survive. So those younger guys, those smaller guys, will always have to learn how to tackle with a better technique so they can survive in that world. If you're coming in as an 18 or 19 year old trying to play the sport and you haven't learned those those intricacies of understanding where to put your head, where to hit your shoulder, um, you can find yourself getting in some trouble. Well, I just, I, I really hope we don't learn the hard way by a young kid who hasn't played too much having a bad injury because there was a near miss today, and I, well, hopefully it was a near miss, and we've just got to be very, very careful about uh, that, I think. But anyway, have your say, one three hundred oh one eleven seventy is the way to do that. The text line oh four five seven. 736-736. It is Crunch Time brought to you by Ozito, powering DIYs all day, every day at Bunnings. And before you dig, don't dig blind. Search before you dig online every time. Uh, have your say on the text board as well. 0457 736 736. Plenty more still to come. This is Crunch Time on your Saturday.